Good morning and welcome to Saga Talk on Sunday with your host Gregory Muncy on the Lakeshore's 92.7 The Van. Gregory talks with area business owners, civic leaders, as well as other folks to find out what's happening in the Saga Talk Douglas and surrounding areas. Saga Talk on Sunday is being brought to you by Whitebird Wealth Management, the Interurban, Back to the Fuchsia, It Is What It Is, and Mill Pond Realty. And now, your host of Saga Talk on Sunday, Gregory Muncy on 92.7 The Van and streaming on our mobile app at 92.7thevan.com. Some people call me the Space Cowboy, yeah. Some call me the Gangster of Love. Some people call me Maurice. What? Wow. Good morning and happy Sunday. This is Saga Talk on Sunday here on the Lakeshore. On the Lakeshore is 92.7 The Van. I want to thank you for joining us this morning. Hey, we do this every Sunday, 7 to 9 a.m., high above land sharks in beautiful downtown Saugatuck. I'm Gregory Muncy, waking up with you as we watch the sun come up over the hill here on Butler Street. I'd like to thank our sponsors, as I do every Sunday, the Interurban. We thank you for sponsoring our show. They're your go-to to get to where you want to go to here in the Saugatuck Douglas area for only a dollar. Give them a call at 269-857-1418. And uh, they also run that shuttle service every weekend, still going on on Saturdays and Sundays. You can park up on the hill. You can park in Douglas. You can find parking within our 30-mile radius and take the bus in and out of town if you can't find a parking place here, downtown Saugatuck. It is busy. I spent about 20 minutes yesterday looking for a parking place in my own front Yard, So it, it has been a busy summer this year. Also, don't forget, they've got that parking shuttle going back and forth to Wicks Park for Music in the Park on Wednesday, still going strong, 7 to 9 a.m. every Wednesday. I was just there for the first time this year, blowing bubbles, and I had so much fun with Don Middlebrook and everybody there. And uh, nice to see that great event and that great tradition going on for 25 years here. It's a great community summer event we look forward to every year. So just, uh, hey, if you're looking for anywhere to go, like I said, it's only a dollar. Give them a call. It's 269-857-1418. Also, back to the Fuchsia Flower Shop. I'll be there tomorrow running the show and making fresh designs. And uh, once in a while, I get to deliver as well. Um, They're original creative designs. You guys know us. We've been there. Let's see, Gene opened uh, 13 years ago. And uh, we're right there in the hardware store across the street from the post office. We're an everyday flower shop for all occasions. Give us a call at 269-857-2963. Of course, you can go to our website and check out our designs at backtothefuchsia.net. Also, find out how much your home is worth and find your dream home with Laura Durham at Mill Pond Realty. You know, I'm going to bring her up again. 40 years of experience in our town. She knows these properties. She went to school here, grew up here, and uh, and she raised her business. She's our homegrown, nationally recognized realtor. And uh, give her a call. Hey, she's got some new listings, and she is busy. Give her a call at 269-857-1477. Check out her listings at millpondrealty.com. We'd also like to thank It Is What It Is, Patty Beery. And I'm going to be hanging out with her later this evening. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, She does a truly unique, one-of-a-kind gifts, home decor, local best-selling authors, fabulous finds for all occasions. They're right downstairs in the studio here at 318 Butler Street. It's the best little shop in the coolest little town open year-round. 
go to their website at shopwhatitis.com or give them a call at 857-8100. Finally, let's thank Kevin Whiteford at Whiteford Wealth Management. Meet the team at Whiteford Wealth Management Incorporated. Each team member is focused on meeting your needs, whether they be your child's college savings or your retirement portfolio. Uh, We wish Kevin the best of luck as he runs for 2024 state representative for our district here. They're located, uh, for your financial services, let you know they're located at 404 Broadway in South Haven, where that Blueberry Festival is going on. Visit their website at whitefordwealth.com or call 269-637-4400. Of course, I'd like to thank our producer. We've got Arlo in the house today. They're at the station. Give her a big shout-out. Let you know our podcasts are now available online. They've been available. You can check out all of our shows over the years at 927theband.com. They usually load up today's show about within the hour. So if you catch up uh, or you listen to a show or you see guests, if you're checking out our Facebook page, you scroll down, maybe you want to hear from a certain guest. We have such a variety of folks that come on our show. Um, just uh, scroll down, check it out, and uh, and enjoy the show. It's just after 7 a.m., it's a cool 61 degrees, and expect today's high to reach around 75. I've got to say, this has been a pretty cool August so far. We're already about in the middle of August. It's, we see uh, all the heat all around the country, but, boy, we sure have been lucky. And we do live in Luckyville here in Saugatuck. This morning, we've got a lot to talk about. We've got, uh, uh, coming up uh, on our show, we've got uh, our one of our special co-hosts is back, and I'm going to introduce him in a minute. Then we've also got the folks from the boys and girls club of our area. Amber Stevens is going to be here with Max Golden. Max Golden, isn't that a name? That's a cool name. Uh, And they're going to be on, they're going to talk about the boys and girls club in our area. I don't know if a lot of folks know about them. They've got a big art show and a silent auction going on tomorrow at the uh, DES. And so we're looking forward to that tomorrow. So we're going to have them on the show. Then Anna Donahue is back. She was here about a year ago and she's back again this year to talk about Art in the Park. That's an event going on in just a couple of weeks here. So don't go anywhere. Grab a cup of coffee. Oh, hold on. We've also got CJ. We're going to get you caught up with a lot of events this uh, this this Sunday. I've got plenty of time for events and trivia as well. So, But uh, let's get that disco ball down and find out who my special local celebrity co-host is for Sunday morning. Let's give him a big round of applause as he enters the room. It's the fabulous, the entertaining, the mayor, comedian, and mayor of Douglas. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank, well, you know, it's funny. I was just thinking last night, do I have to enter through the disco ball? Yeah. I didn't know if I had, you know, special privileges uh, yeah, no, as no. a co-host. No, but I guess no, you still have to come in with the disco the ball. Disco we ball, we right? like to see him dance, especially this early in the morning. He'll Jerry sparks be flying. Yeah, you spent uh, yesterday at the Blueberry Festival. We did indeed. How was that? You and your lovely wife? Absolutely. Wonderful. How was everything? It was great. Busy? We walked, uh, we parked by Fifth Third at Broadway in uh, Phoenix uh-huh. and then walked one side of the street and... Did all the festivities down on the waterfront, stopped by Black River Tavern, then finished our walk up the other side of the street. Blueberry Festival is going on in downtown 
South Haven. You can check out their website at blueberryfestival.com. Today's the last day of the event, but uh, there's still lots of fun to be had. This morning, they've got uh, uh, two pancake breakfasts competing with each other. One is at the South Haven Regional Airport fly, the Rotary Pancake Breakfast, and that's from 7 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the South Haven Area Regional Airport there on County Road 380 there in South Haven. And then also, if you want more pancakes, you can simply go to uh, the the uh, Kiwanis. Kiwanis? Am I pronouncing it? Kiwanis. Kiwan- Kiwan- Thank you. Uh, they're also doing a, a breakfast, a pancake breakfast as well. And uh, that's located over at 539 Phoenix Street there in downtown South Haven. And that runs from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. So they've got their blueberry pancake uh, breakfast. That's how you can start off your morning. Um, They'll have the Blueberry Central Market going on there in South Haven, downtown South Haven. You get all kinds of great little gifts and things like that there at uh, 539 Huron Street there in downtown South Haven. And then I, I think one of the fun parts of the event that I really like, well, of course, the craft, the craft fair. We can't forget that. That's going to be going on all day there in South Haven. So I'm, I'm helping out our Saugatuck locals because I know we're going to be overparked again today. So maybe we can, we can send some folks down to South Haven. Um, <laughs> Uh, we've got the sand sculpture contest. That's that's what I wanted to bring up. That's one of my favorite ones, and that's coming up as well um, t- this afternoon. So you make your chance to have your own unique sand sculpture. You just show up there uh, at between 10 a.m. and 1 p.m. there at North Beach there on Lakeshore Drive there in downtown South Haven. It's kind of cool to have the uh, beach downtown. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, how's your week been? Uh, good. Good. You, no you saw you saw the meteor show this morning. I had had a weird night because I got up in the middle of the night to lay on my deck and watch the Perseids meteor shower. And oh, it was fabulous! I oh, saw wow. twenty three meteor slash shooting stars. Oh, nice! You, you've got a great deck out there and a great view of the sky there over the harbor. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. So, how are things going in Douglas? Always something doing in Douglas. Yep, always something yeah. doing in Douglas. Yeah. Um, do it in Douglas. Hey, um, we've got a new city manager you guys are shopping for, I see. That is correct. And Rich Lombard, he is, uh, he's leaving us for Rich. a new job. Le Bombard. Le Bombard, thank you. Le Bombard. Yeah, he is. He's going to be the DPW director, assistant city manager in the beautiful town of Lowell, Michigan. Oh, nice. A lot of people are like, oh, what's going on? What's going on? They're expecting some kind of drama. That that that's why he's leaving. Because you know, people, I, I hear that on the street. Like, why is he leaving? Why is he leaving? But it's just a change of a job. It's no drama. Absolutely. Hate to disappoint everybody. Yeah, in this <laughs> town, no way. Stop it. Uh, um, speaking of Douglas, we've got um, uh, uh, an election coming up this year. And we understand you guys don't have enough people running. That's not uncommon. Except for me, this is the first time I'm ever running uncontested. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, well, that... So we have two incumbents, myself and Kathy North, uh-huh. an open seat on okay. the third. So it's right in candidate time, folks. If so, anybody wants to jump in, the water's fine. So, yeah. So uh, you can you could just write in your candidate. So anybody could... So somebody could campaign, right? Well, for, you have to file to be a write-in candidate. Okay. You have to go just through to Elegant know. County. And, so you uh, go to the clerk's office and there. And you file to be a write-in candidate. They confirm you. And then... Uh, at ballot time, whoever gets the most write-in votes, that would be the third member. Oh, 
Well, that's a, there you go, folks. Yeah. If you if you think you want to step up, there's a there's a spot available for Much you. Much fun to be had. Serve the community. Oh, I know that. Um, now, um, yeah, city of uh, Saugatuck, we've got an election coming up as well, and you'll hear it first on ninety two seven the van here on Saugatuck on Sunday. The four candidates running. We've got um, Garnet Lewis will be running again. We've also got Russ Gardner. He'll be running again. Um, then we've got uh, two new folks coming up to the plate. We've got Holly Anderson, who moved here a couple few years ago, and she uh, serves on our planning commission. Okay. Um, and then also we've got Lance White, who lives here in downtown Saugatuck here on Spear Street. Okay. And so he'll be running as well. So we've got two newbies and two uh, almost newbies. Well, I couldn't say Russ is. Russ has been the mayor at one point. Right. Um, but he's so back. So you have four people for three slots. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, right. four people for three slots. So right. someone's getting knocked out. Uh-oh. Or, or maybe not. No. Maybe yeah, not. You, you could know, have, so there's you could a, have so two it, incumbents and a ride-in. That's right. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, uh, stay tuned. Uh, anything else? Uh, what else is going on in Douglas? Well, <clears throat> for those who don't know, we uh-huh. bought the professional building at Wiley and Blue Star Highway, where the doctor's office is currently located. Yeah. Doctor's office is going to move to their new building, right. and then we uh, will be the rightful owners and occupants of that structure. Wow. Yeah. Have any ideas or plans or what? Oh, many, many. Uh, How about a water park? The idea is to consolidate. (laughs) We have one right up the road. It's called Oval Beach (laughs) or Douglas Beach. (laughs) Right. Um, But the idea is to take right now, the city of Douglas is spread over like five locations Uh between DPW, police, city hall. So we want to centralize everybody. We want DPW to have their own state of the art facility. right adjacent to blue star Mm -hmm. um and just get everybody in there and there's going to be room left over so if any other entities in the area or incoming or what have you are looking for space we'll have some Mm -hmm. it's a nice facility i know that uh, i had the opportunity to have an office there for uh uh, sadaba the business association for a few years we had an office space there that uh rj uh, gave to us for a good price, um, and there that were used to be the Chamber of Commerce office there. Correct. If you remember that, yep, that, yep. that building. Mm-hmm. Uh, Caddy Corner to Isabel's and two doors down from Green Coy, so it's a very convenient location. <laughs> you can go get your provisions and then and get your from, and then uh, go get your munchies and across right? from Della, Della Vecchia Dental. Yeah, right, right. So. Then get your teeth fixed because you've been eating too many sweets because you've been provisioning. No, it's from all the punches you take in the face as mayor. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, uh, we had a, a busy week this week. Um, uh, we just had Movie in the Park uh, Friday night, yep. and that was a great event. It ended awesome. up being nice after all. It started off the day before we had the talk. We were looking at the forecast. It looked like it was windy, maybe hail and all that. And so the uh, movie company, um, uh, you know, they make they kind of make the call because it's or the ones that we rent the big screen from. Right. They kind of have to make the call early on. Um, I reached out to our city uh, uh, manager and our mayor to see if, you know, could we change the date if we need to? You know, could we bump it up? Over the years, I've done music in the park or other events. There have been a couple times where I've had to change an event, like bump it up a week or maybe add an event at the end of a, of a series. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and on a last minute, the, the council has come through and allowed that. So I thought maybe they might need to do that. And so I reached out to them. But it turned out in the later afternoon part of it, we, uh, uh, we decided uh, we, uh, Laura reached out to the 
folks that kind of called the rain date, um, the ones that set up the movie theater. And they said, no, you know what? It looks like the rain's out of the way, so we can have a good show anyway. And so uh, it really was a good movie, Top Gun. Uh, CJ came. Uh, Kimberly came. A lot of folks were there um, and uh, had a good time. Uh, Kimberly made this popcorn that she makes. Um, and she pops popcorn, but instead of oil, she uses bacon grease. Okay. And it re- that's re- it's really it's her secret, and and I've just let it out. Uh, but I mean, the popcorn is so good, and uh, and so she brought popcorn. None of it made its way down to my seat. Oh, Thank you. oh, she brought uh-huh. four bags. Uh-huh. I guess. Oh. Okay, so yeah. there's three left, and I didn't get even half. Well, of them. Laura got one, but her sister kept e- it kept eating it all, from what I'm wow. understanding. Yeah, um, <laughs> uh, but it, it was a it was a great event, and um, and uh, she's done that for about six or seven years there, and uh, and uh, it was a like I said, a, a really fun event. But uh, speaking of Laura, I have to uh, uh, mention. Happy birthday, Laura. I know you're listening. She likes to listen to the show, so I have to make sure that she gets a big shout-out. It's her day, and as well as we should celebrate, um, she does a lot for the community. So if you see Laura Durham in town today or this week, wish her a happy birthday. I wonder if it'll be on the marquee at Phil's. We'll see. <laughs> Find out. It's only official if it's on the marquee at Phil's. It has been over the years. You never know. Um, uh, the um, Saugatuck Township uh, had a, had an event Monday, uh, last Monday that I attended, and it was their uh, cemetery discussions, talking about their cemeteries and, you know, what you know what what they want to do with them. Um, they had an open house at the library there in Douglas, where they asked for community input on updating our cemeteries and enhancing them. So they have a project going on, and uh, so the idea is that, of course, when you have, you know, there's so much money and you're writing for grants and things like that, you want to put your projects together as a city. Um, so that everything's ready to go when you are doing things like writing grants and asking for money for improvements or even asking taxpayers to help. Um, so uh, they started this program, and uh, they did an online survey where 150 participants participated um, and asked about updates to Riverside Cemetery and Douglas Cemetery. They're both owned by the township. 150 survey participants online, 3% were from the city of Douglas, 35% were from the city of Saugatuck, which I thought was funny because there's more residents in Douglas than there are in Saugatuck, and then um, uh, 57% were from uh, the Saugatuck township um, who, uh, who did the community input online survey findings. They distributed those on social media as well as their email uh, list as well. So, you know, a good idea to be a part of your municipality surveys um, and, and to help get your voice heard is by subscribing to emails from the communities that are important to you. And so that's really easy. You just go to their websites, whatever they are. In this case, it's org, and look to sign up for their emails. I heard the meeting was really, really packed uh, for the Library thing. Yeah, well, yeah, it was a good turnout. People, people were dying to get in there. Oh. I, you know, I was waiting away. for something. A mile away. <laughs> um, we were going to talk about fun but, in the park. But, but you know, I, I want to say the program was put together really nicely. Daniel DeFranco and the folks that uh, they're, they're working with that designed the ideas 
um, were there and very informative. They gave us little stickers where we put, you know, stickers on what we thought were better ideas and what weren't. And uh, a lot of them, uh, it, the leading things that people were asking for was a park-like feel, a place to gather and or sit, and accessibility. Those pretty, those were the leading ones along with landscaping and expanded bur- bur- burial 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 options um you know these days i I don't know if this is true i didn't fact check it fact check it but uh, i heard 90 percent of americans are getting cremated now but a large percentage i have to look that up are now getting cremated Mm -hmm. and so um there might be cause for you know maybe some structures you know um that they have they have this column system you know, where ashes are put inside almost like little drawers or, mm-hmm. you know, or almost like a big mausoleum type structure where it could be an indoor type structure. Then they then they had some ideas about having, you know, some um, areas to have ceremonies, you know, sure. uh, there at the park. Um, I like I like benches and things like that. You know, there are many times I like to go to a nice cemetery and have lunch to get away from everybody. Interesting to get away. Do you ever walk around, look at the headstones? Yeah, oh, yeah. We should do it like that here, like a yeah. historical search of, you know, dignitaries or whoever in their headstones. Mm-hmm. I will tell you this. My brother-in-law in Montana, in his town, they got five cemeteries in the adjoining towns. And they went through and they discovered Civil War veterans' headstones. Oh, wow. Yeah. quickly eradicating or, you know, in a state of disrepair. And they yeah. made a very a great effort to restore the headstones. Oh, that's really so, cool. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah, um, uh, but uh, yeah, I always, even as a kid, I would hang out at the cemetery um, just to get away from everybody. Um, that'll do it. That'll, that'll do or it. Or maybe we get Aaron Wilkinson in to pitch in to say, hey, how can we incorporate Halloween? <laughs> yeah, you know, I was going to say um, back in the back in the day, uh, quite a few years ago now, um, we used to do scavenger hunts at the Dunes Resort around Halloween time. And um, it used to be all around the towns, and we would get in our cars and drive all around the towns and the Riverside ceremony there, our Riverside uh, cemetery is where we would uh, have, uh, you know, our, we'd find our clues on those headstones. So we'd ah. be running around there getting clues and things like that. Um, and, uh, but uh, it, it was fun. It was fun. Um, we had, uh, so I went to the, I went to the township cemetery discussion there at the library. Like I said, great event. And so Daniel and I were talking and we knew that they had the meet and greet, there for West Shore Aware. They were on the show last week, and uh, we decided to check out at the Dunes Resort the meet and greet at West Shore Aware so, so that we could find out you know, more about that organization. And they were on the show, and so I thought it was nice to you know, go and, and show up. And so I met up with Daniel there after that event at the library, and uh, they had a wonderful spread. They had uh, Sharon Shanahan catering. Okay. And uh, the food was delicious. They had these mini shepherd's pies that had like a almost like my meat muffins that I make. Okay. I make a meatloaf muffin. Okay. In a muffin pan with mashed potatoes on top. And then you take those to the cemetery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and get away from everybody. Uh, but West Shore, where they had a wonderful time, um, where they they had all of the members there, and they were you know teaching us about West Shore, where you know they've raised and donated over a million dollars since they started 20 years ago. Wow. And uh, 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 from 2022, they have different award recipients. Of course, they have a scholarship fund 
um, an ongoing scholarship fund uh, that they run uh, for college kids. But they also, in 2022, they gave money to West Shore, where, uh, well, like I said, the scholarship fund, Safe Harbor Children's Advocacy Center, Wings of Hope Hospice, Children First Lakeshore, Wishbone Pet Rescue Alliance, and Resilience Advocates for Ending Violence. They've been on the show as well. Um, and uh, so almost all those organizations have been on our show. Um, and so uh, recipients from previous years have been Out Center, the Saugatuck Douglas History Center, Kids Food Basket, Chamber Music Festival of Saugatuck, Arbor Circle, Saugatuck Center for the Arts, Renew Therapeutic Writing Center, Harbor Humane Society, South Haven Center for the Arts, and Cowhill Yacht Club. So they really do good stuff So with their monies that they raise. They've got uh, coming up, they've got the – it's it's the uh, White Party is coming up is their uh, next event. And uh, and so we're excited. We're excited to be a part of that. Um, I got a phone call from Kevin Putman the other day, and uh, he asked if I would like to be the auctioneer oh. for the live auction. And I thought, well, that's going to be fun. So I've been looking up. I've been looking up how to be an auctioneer. And uh, and uh, he also, you know, sent me the list of the um, of all of the uh, great stuff that's going to be. Uh, given away for the uh, for the live auction and I'll tell you it's going to be it's going to be fun to give away this stuff we've got great artwork and we've got experiences as well so you've got uh, artwork from uh, we've got one called Br- Bruni's floral and I, I think that one's going to get a lot of money but you can you can go to their website because I think they've got I believe they're almost out of tickets. And so, so at this point, online sales you can no longer get. So you're going to have to give them a call if if, if see if they have any tickets left. For, for your auctioneering party. endeavors, I'm going to recommend a gentleman out of New Ago named Paul Picard, mm-hmm. who's a friend of mine. If you want any tips or pointers or anything like that, he is a, a outstanding professional auctioneer. Oh, I'd love to talk to him. Absolutely. Yeah, um, but you'll have to purchase tickets now by calling two six nine eight five seven two four six zero. When they were on the show last week, they said there were only ten tickets left, so it's going to be at the Ivy House, and uh, and uh, so of course we're looking forward to that, and that's on the nineteenth. That's this coming Saturday. Wow. And so yeah. Okay. So we're Hurry looking up. looking forward to the white party there. The Ivy House is beautiful. Oh, it is. It really yes. is. That's a great event. The Resilience, they did an event there that we went to, mm-hmm. and it was just absolutely wonderful. Hey, I want to remind everybody, we're getting close to going to break here, but I want to remind folks and voters and folks that are out on the water that uh, there's a no-wake zone in our harbor. And uh, and so uh, I understand from my boating friends, they keep saying that, you know, this year especially, you're seeing a lot of folks not listening to that no wake. And they're out there. It's almost like a free-for-all out there in the harbor. So just want to let you. Well, point of clarification, uh-huh. the harbor is not a no wake zone. No, no, there are no wake zones outside of the harbor. As you come up the river. Right, like, like on the not- other side of the bridge. Yeah, as you come up the river. That's what I meant. The the main harbor itself is a no wake zone. I'm sorry, the the river. No 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 no. The main harbor is full throttle. Out there in front of the red dock is all full. You can you can go guns a blazing out there. The, oh, I'm sorry, that is what I meant. Okay, okay. <laughs> I thought you did, but I just wanted to clarify. Not a for, for our listening folks at home. But once you hit 
right by uh, the fuel dock, which makes sense. Right. Then it's no wake. Right. And they're all the way up the river. But but uh, I, I'm understanding that folks aren't following that on the other side of the bridge near Douglas as well. So Well, we have patrols over there. I mean, once they hit the underside of the bridge, uh-huh. it's still no wake. But mm-hmm. we, uh, I'd say about 1 in 10 decide they're going to. Right. Right. So just be careful when yeah, you're out there. Absolutely. Obey um, the laws. Yeah, obey the laws. Exactly. Uh, we've got a lot of events coming up. We've got a great show coming up. Um, I'm anxious to hear about the Boys and Girls Club. I really didn't know we even had one of oh, those yes. organizations in this town. I knew about the one in Holland, so I'm anxious to meet them. We've also got Anna Donahue. She's going to be on the show as no, well. No relation. Art in the Park. And and that's, that's going to be uh, fun to talk about. And we've got a lot of events. I've got a whole list of events that I want to bring up and talk about, but we're going to have to take a little break right now because it's time for station identification. Yeah, and um, But don't go anywhere, folks. Grab a cup of coffee and uh, stick with us. We've got CJ with Trivia. He's got a couple things up his sleeve. We've got lots of events to cover up, to cover, and we've got lots of gossip to get through. So lots of town gossip. See what we can come up with. No way. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So don't go anywhere, folks. You're listening to Saga Tuck on Sunday on 92.7 The Van and 92.7 TheVan.com. Take a load off. I'm Kevin Whiteford, and I'm here on behalf of the entire team at Whiteford Wealth Management, Inc. We have the privilege of serving clients in nearly half the country from our beloved location in southwest Michigan. With Whiteford Wealth, you will get simple, candid advice. Oh, I got more coffee. That's what I needed. I couldn't figure out where the wake was. If I was awake or now, or am I woke or what, where, where's the wake? So let's be clear. The wake is at the fuel station there um, over by, and that's over by the uh, Southerner, right? No, 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 no. That's yacht service. I'm sorry. So Sergeant's Marina uh-huh. down by the Butler. Okay. Right. I know that spot. That but, spot. But the fuel spot, there, there used to be two of them. It was River Market. And over here on this side. And then yacht service. Now, where does it start when you're going out to Lake Michigan, the, the no-wake zone? The no-wake zone starts at the north end of the harbor as you're heading into the river. Uh-huh. You'll see the right where the butler is. Where the butler. The, the so butler. right about the butler point. Butler straight across. Okay. From there all the way up. River. So that's there's a very no small place where there's not a no-wake zone. Um. Yeah, I would say it's yeah. small. I mean, it's it's the harbor. Like, okay. So Red Dock would be one. Tower okay. would be another corner uh, as you go up uh, to one certain point and then across to the butler. Okay. That's, All right. That's, well, good. You can go as fast as yeah. you want. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and it is unfortunate. There's a lot of talk about CJ always make the whole thing no wake. Yeah. But. CJ always thinks it's funny when when I get something wrong about the area. Because it entertains him. Because you know, it, it, he's always a he's always he's always a know it all. Um, so um, we've got. Yeah, I, I wanted to tell you that we've got we've got um, uh, coming up uh, 
next week I've got Jack Isinger. He's going to be on the show, and he's from he's the um, chairman of the Lakeshore Harvest Ride. Oh yeah, and and he he was on uh, was it last year or the year before? He's been on he's been on for this before, but I want to have him back on next Sunday. Um, I want to let you know the twelfth annual Lakeshore Harvest Ride is Saturday, September sixteenth. It's a harvest for your senses where you take a bike tour that lets you see, touch, smell, and taste the riches of this breathtaking region. The Lakeshore Harvest Ride glides you through the rolling countryside of southwest Michigan where you can visit wineries, cider mills, family farms, orchards, and art studios along the way. There are individual bike routes for every rider ranging from 15 to 62 miles in length. Now, they do this. Uh, uh, for the Blue Star Trail, which they're working on. In fact, they're coming up with plans to get it going through Saugatuck, through the city of Saugatuck right now as we speak. Um, it, uh, when, when finished, it'll be a 20-mile paved, non-motorized recreational trail that connects people and communities uh, from Saugatuck to South Haven, Michigan. So their hopes are to finally finish that, 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 that 20 miles between Saugatuck here and Saugatuck. Um, they're a 501c3 organization, the Friends of the Blue Star Trail, and they're dedicated to help promote and fund the construction. So um, it's the best time, really, for the Michigan Bike Tour. September usually has drier, cooler weather. The summer crowds have kind of slowed down a little bit, but the harbor towns of Saugatuck and South Haven are still bustling with fun activities and cultural events. That is, you can sign up. It's still time for early sign-up, and that's, again, Saturday, September 16th for the 12th annual Lakeshore. Go find out more information at lhride.com. That's lhride.com. So many benefits in our small town and so many people that take pride in things like our parks, like the Douglas Park Project, Fund the Park 2023 event coming up. You know a little bit about that, don't you? You and I, you invited me to the last event that you did, didn't you? And what a hoot we had. Uh-huh. And now this time, that, that, that was at the Saugatuck Brewery. Right. But this time you're doing it at the Ivy House. We are indeed. And tell us a little bit about it. So we had such a good time out at the uh, Saugatuck Brewing Company that the folks in charge, Anna, Ashley, and crew, uh, mm-hmm. decided they wanted to do an event at the Ivy House. They okay. had one last year. And now we're going to do another one this year, but this one is going to be comedy-based theme, laughing all the way to the park. Laughing all the way to the park. Great. So I will be on the bill. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have DJ Ruth Crow. Yep, she uh, was on the show a couple weeks ago. There you go. Yep. We're going to have Elizabeth Estes mm-hmm. as the MC from Isabel's. for the whole event, and then when it from Isabel's, and then for the comedy portion, I'll be the MC opener type thing. And I have two unbelievably funny comedians coming I've worked with for years. Uh, one from Milwaukee, one from Detroit. Oh, wow. Who so are they? Dobie Maxwell from Milwaukee. Uh-huh. Uh, absolutely hilarious. He's been on Jimmy Kimmel. He's, he's one of these guys that maybe not a lot of people have heard of, but everybody in the community world knows him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeff Foxworthy used to be his opener. Oh, yeah. Put it that way. Mm-hmm. And then Billy Ray Bauer out of Detroit, who anybody over there knows. He's just 
He's a rock. He's a rock star. Oh, cool. So we're going to have a hooting good time. Well, looking forward to that. Um, the, uh, you'll, uh, you'll also have a silent auction. Silent auction. Um, and uh, a cash bar there uh, as well. Um, your um, general admission, there's food during happy hour. Yep. And uh, there's uh, and then general admission seating at the door. You can get tickets at Eventbrite. And that's a popular spot to go get tickets. You just go to eventbrite.com. And you look up Douglas Park Project, Fund the Park. That's F-U-N apostrophe D. They can't make it any easier. Yeah. And they've got different, you know, they've got different things that you can, you know, that different uh, uh, sponsorships Correct. that you can buy. For example, you know, uh, for 1500 that includes two tickets to the event. You can provide a teeter-totter for the park. For 2500 a new slide. Uh, that includes four tickets to the event. A $3,000 donation will let them build a merry-go-round. Correct. And that includes six tickets to the event. And then uh, zip line, $5,000. How cool would it be to have a zip line Absolutely. at the park as well? So you guys, uh, Fun the Park, they've done a, a, a great job Amazing. so far. Yeah. Um, we've seen what they've done already at Beery Field. Mm-hmm. And so this is another phase of their project to get together and help get our parks. It's just a, a constant effort Updated. in motion. Uh-huh. You know, they're always working. They're always grinding out, doing fundraisers, whatever they can. Um, so, yeah, we're really looking forward to closing that gap and getting it completed. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a really cool thing. Of course, um, uh, I'll be there as well. And right. um, so looking forward to it. Ashley reached out. She said, hey, Greg, please join us. Absolutely. So I'll be there as well. Wasn't it fun over at the brewing company? Yeah, oh yeah, we had a good time, and um, and I think Elizabeth will do a great job as well. I do too. Um, and of course, Ruth. Um, you know, I think I think it's just going to be it's it's just going to be the best. And it's so cool. It's on a Tuesday night, so it doesn't yeah. show up anybody's weekend, right? You know, not out till four in the morning or anything. It'll everybody will be home back to work the next day, having right. Not missed a beat and a lot of laughs to get them through the week. I like Tuesday nights for an event. Actually, um, I, it, it kind of you know makes the week uh, a little bit more fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that, that, that's, well, it gives service industry people something to do sometimes because that's generally a slower night, mm-hmm. you know, in hospitality. Mm-hmm. So if somebody looking for something to do, you know, the Wallies, Coral Gables, whoever, waiters and staff, come on out have yeah. a good time. Have a good time and for a good cause as yeah, well. Absolutely. So, yep. Um, today yoga at Oval Beach. If you got a $20 bill and you're looking to stretch it out, it'll be a good morning for it at 930 this morning. You'll meet at the North End. Um, they also bring mats. They can be provided as well. Um, Satya Yoga. And uh, if you're interested, just show up with a $20 bill there at the North End. And uh, it's for all ages and all levels. $20 bill, stretch it out, yoga. I see what you did there. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Don't give me any grief about my cemetery jokes if you're going to bring that one on board. <laughs> um, now showing at the Sagatuck Center for the Arts, it's Jersey Boys. And uh, that's quite a play. I already have a couple friends who've seen it that just uh, kicked off just this weekend. Uh, Tony and Grammy Award-winning Jersey Boys, the international music phenomenon that takes you behind the scenes and behind the music of Frankie Valli and the Four Seasons, uh, featuring shit, or featuring top hits like Sherry, Big Girls Don't Cry, and Oh What a Night. Jersey Boys is the electrifying tale of one of the greatest successes in pop music history. Have you ever seen it? Not yet. Yeah, are you are you planning? Oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I want to see if the uh, if the audience is up and dancing at the end. Yeah, <laughs> right. They, they will be on my night. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, tomorrow night, 
at the Saugatuck Center for the Arts. It's Gather in the Gallery for a Boutique Dinner. We've got, um, this is uh, featuring guests from the production of Jersey Boys. They're going to be hanging out. And it's curated by professional chef who's been on the show here and sommelier. So, I, I said that wrong again. What was that, CJ? I didn't say it. How do you say that? What is it? Um, a, a wine connoisseur, a wine. It's, it's French. What is it? Sommelier. 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 No. Which in English translates to drunk. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh-huh. And uh, that's SEA's. Uh, now, um, she's, she creates these dinners, and she does these intimate dine-in experiences and where they create the music and the themes of the production. Um, and they'll, during the dinner, you'll have stories directly from the professional artists and, and, uh, and other guests about the show as well. So that's, um, that's tomorrow night, $160 for that. And uh, you can get their tickets there at uh, sc4a.com. So, and uh, so yeah, uh, that looks like a really fun event. Uh, we've been talking about Tuesday talks at the Sagaduck History Center Tuesday morning, eleven a.m. They're free events, so if you happen to be free about that time, I know I'm usually at the flower shop. Uh, but uh, the, this Tuesday's talk is going to be about Michigan's indigenous people, presented by the Outdoor Discovery Center. The program will be held outdoors at the History Center in Douglas there at 130 Center Street. Which, if I can give a plug, shout out, whatever, it is a really cool facility we have over there. Mm -hmm. Um, They do events there. In fact, you mentioned Sandy Shanahan. She's going to be doing a wedding that I'm officiating, and the reception and everything is going to be there. Mm -hmm. It's just wonderful. People get a chance, stop in. They've got some wonderful exhibits and information and all kinds of fun stuff. And the uh, person sometimes in charge is the lovely First Lady of Douglas, ah. Sarah. Oh, very, <laughs> very well. Um, yeah, I, I think they do a great job there. And then also a reminder, you know, go visit uh, Oxbow's Extension there. Absolutely. Which yes. is located in the old library. Correct. And, uh, and they're in downtown, uh, downtown there. Speaking of Oxbow... Um, they've got a special art in the meadow program. You know, if you're if you've got you know a little bit of artistic uh, talent in you, and and you want to uh, learn more about it, and yeah, they they do these great programs that are open to the public. And they've got uh, art in the meadow supper salon. It's a series of gatherings for extended artists, activists, and food based communities, each centered around cooking of a dish drawn from a particular text. And so these salons are inspired by Fritz Haig's Sundown Salons, where an emphasis on spontaneity, creativity, and joy is paramount. So these are workshops, and they're devoted to engaging with the three sisters, they call it, of, uh, from braiding sweetgrass by Robin Wall Kilmer. To, during students, will, they'll be reading, discussing, and uh, they'll have uh, performances in response. Sounds like Quite a fun time. Uh, second half of the workshop involves group grocery shopping, cooking, and dining while they all continue their conversations. So it's a four-day workshop, and uh, 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 and uh, uh, four-day plan is available for an additional $75 if you want a four-day lunch to go with that. Um, and you'll select that option when you register. If you want to join, just go check out their event website or their website. That's oxbow.org. That's O-X-B-O-W dot org. And that's Art on the Meadow. 
bring that up a lot. But um, I think uh, I like to bring up Oxbow a lot as much as I can. I think it's a great tr- uh, value to our community. Of course, Wix Park Music in the Park will be this Wednesday, 7 to 9 a.m. And, of course, the Fenville City Music Hall Series, they'll have Olivia Deer performing there on Thursday, and that's at 6.30 downtown uh, Fenville. And the annual sidewalk and studio sale, I believe, is going on. We haven't seen a whole lot of advertising, but we all think it's going to happen. It's this one day, it's a, and uh, there'll be merchants and, and uh, folks having special sales on Thursday here in downtown Saugatuck. So lots going on this week, and uh, the summer continues. We are here in the middle of August already. And uh, and uh, it just doesn't stop around here. Never does. Um, but uh, I understand CJ has been dying to get his mouth on that mic. So it's time for trivia. Uh-oh. I got so much, Gregory. Uh, welcome. Can I go, welcome. Can I go off? Now, uh, today you had special days of the... So I'm going to go off the trivia thing for a minute. For well, just a let's second. do trivia first. <sighs> okay. Today is International Left-Hander Day. Oh, okay. Uh, National Gay Uncle Day. Uh-huh. National Melon Day. Filet Mignon Day. And Prosecco Day. Prosecco Day. Yeah. Prosecco Day. Uh, National Gay Uncle Day. Yep. Gunkle. Gunkle. I have, yeah. I have Gant, but it's not Gant Day. It's Gunkle Day. Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah, what about the ants? How about uh, the I don't, ants? I, when that day comes up on a Sunday... That's what we'll do. You might start a riot. There might be, you know, a bunch of people now, gay ants, going, "Hey, where's our day?" With this, I, I, there's a day for everything. This little website, I, I can't even believe some of these days. National holiday website. Yeah. Um, the um, uh, so, uh, what other days again? Uh, well, we're gonna go with National Left Hander Day. So that, I'm a left hander. I'm a lefty. Are you a left hander? I knew yes. there was something about you. Um, Only the great ones overcome it. Being yeah. right-handed, uh, yeah. you know, being right-handed, well, you have to overcome. overcome. That. That's yeah, yeah. you know, that's a. <laughs> That's to be debated. Six, six. I only have six questions because I have other topics that you may or may not let me talk about. <laughs> Jerry, you go first. Okay. What percentage of the world is left-handed? A, six, six to eight, B, 10 to 12, or 15 to 17? I'm going to go 15 to 17. 10 to 12, only 10 to 12. That was my next guy. Uh, oh, perfect. I didn't even do this on purpose. There are two sports that it's illegal to play left-handed. They don't allow you to play left-handed. Okay. One of them is polo. Okay. You can't ride the horse and have your mallet on the other side. Okay. What is the other sport? All right. A, NASCAR, B, darts, or C, high lie? What, what was C? High lie. High lie? I don't know that sport. It's, it's played in Florida. You got a big wicket. Attached to your arm, and you throw a hard rock at a wall. It's highlight. It's highlight. That's good. Yeah. Uh, see, I don't even know the sport. I'm not going to even open that can. Go I, ahead. Those are words I couldn't even say because there's like the siesta and the peyota is what you throw. I don't know those. They're I've Cuban actually words. been to highlight. Uh-huh. Yeah. Is it okay. like Samalay? <laughs> it's sort of. <laughs> uh, women are less likely to be left-handed by what percentage? A, 4%, B, 8%, or C, 12%. How come I get all the math? I know. I'll go B. It is A. It's, it's only 4% less, um, less likely to be left-handed. Hmm. Uh, Mr. Gregory, uh, of people that have an IQ of over 140. So people unlike people. yourself. But probably not. Um, are there more left-handers or right-handers? 
people that have higher IQs? Are no, there of the total volume of people over 140 IQ? Are there more left-handers or right-handers? I'm going to say left-handers. That is correct. And I'm only going to say that because the only reason why you picked that question, because it kind of showed you in oh, favor. You, you haven't seen the best of it yet. Uh, well, I'm uh. sorry. I think that question be, should be phrased, uh, what percentage of people with an IQ over 140 are left-handed? I'm getting all the oh, math yeah. stuff. Well, all right, bring yeah, it. You're right. You have well, another one. You have uh, another, of course you have another one. <laughs> He's guessing sports he doesn't yeah, yeah, even know. know about, uh, and I'm getting math. Uh, what percentage of Apollo astronauts? So there is Apollo one through fifteen. What percentage, yeah, what percentage were left-handed? Twenty-five percent, fifty percent, or sixty-three percent? All right, I'm sorry. Say that again. So there's probably about thirty-five astronauts that were in, in the, the Apollo, Apollo program. program. Yep. What percentage was the, the were lefties? Twenty-five, fifty, or sixty-three? Five, four, three. B. It's A, it's only 25%, but it's still high, higher than the national average. Uh, of course. And then I already mentioned how uh, right-handers have to overcome the handicap you know, to become brilliant. So I'm going yes. li- to list a whole bunch of brilliant people, and you got to name which one is the right-hander of them. <clears throat> okay. Uh, Einstein, Darwin, Newton, Ben Franklin, Mozart, Jimi Hendrix, Nikola Tesla. Wait Mike- a minute. Michelangelo, Did- Da Vinci, are any of those right-handed? I don't know. None of them are right-handed. All the brilliant people are left-handed. That's all. That's the last you, I was supposed to pick one. And you didn't pick any. You didn't know. Because you named so, too many. I, well, that's what Kimberly told me this morning. I should have kept it See, a little shorter. You Thank won. you, Kimberly. You won. <laughs> Thank you, Kimberly. You're fine. Yeah. So I won. Mm-hmm. So can I go off the board? Uh, it, you as well as you can. Thank yes. you. So yes. first of all, you mentioned that I find it I, funny when you make an error in different things. I find your show funny all the time. I like all of it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, second thing, Jerry, I see you. You are the Blueberry Festival, the the movie in the park, the Oktoberfest in Douglas. Love that. I see you at all the events around. National there. Night Out in the Dunk Tank. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's, oh I forgot that, that was good. About that. Which was fantastic. <laughs> you didn't go but to go that. Ahead. Did you? I did not. I was out of town. But my question is: Does anybody know about the other event in town this week? That's been this weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, we talked about it on the show. Yeah, but there's it's follow up today. The fishing tournament is right. in town. Okay, and I'm concerned. There's, there's we lost one fishing charter fishing boat to South Haven last year. I'm concerned we're not going to have them going forward. So I'm looking for some support down there at the weigh-in right now. Um, I'm going by memory, so we'll we'll see if I'm right. But uh, flying the finger is in the lead with 186 pounds of salmon from yesterday. Wow. Um, Get Hooked is up there on the list, like 150 pounds. And the Ingle Boats, all the best chance, best chance two, best chance junior. I think there's one more. They they, they have some good entries. There's one that has a long way to go to catch up today. Mm. But support your local charter fishermen. Get a fishing dock in town. Keep it. Keep it in town so they don't move to South Haven as well. Now, Dave Ingle came up to the city last year before, you know, they, he wasn't sure he was going to be in that spot. And he, he asked the council to look into maybe finding another spot that he could be. So, And we, we did find interest in that. So I think it would be uh, good to bring that back up to city council and to remind us that, you know, maybe we need to think about next year for a spot for Dave. Has Dave had uh, constant communication I, with the... I, I, unfortunately, I... I know he brought I, it I up see, one time. Yeah, yeah. I, I will say one of the unknown or undiscussed is the economic impact of a strong charter fishing. We talked about that on yeah. our show. Yeah, I yeah. mean, they, they bring a lot of people in. 
Yeah, they do. And they definitely do. Multiple boats. And and some of them are going here. out multiple times right? daily. Right. So yeah. 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 They stay we here. We have big they families, here, big groups. Here. You know, yep. they they rent some of our bigger bigger houses here in town. Mm-hmm. Big groups that go out and have fishing days. And we, fishing we, we had Dave weekends. on earlier in the show. Even threatened to take you out next year, Gregory. Take yeah. you on a tour fishing trip. Right. Right. I yep. might just go fishing. Oh, yeah. that take you out. You know, I and you, oh, the oh, you, oh, you out. Yeah. Well, we'll take you through that no egg zone as fast as we can. Yeah. Do you know what the proceeds from that event go to? I was wondering where the fish go to. Oh, so, well, that's a good story, too. Because I don't know if you heard about the controversy in Ohio last year. Where they were putting the fishing putting, weights in yeah, there? Yeah, yeah. So, and I don't know this. I'm making this all up. So, But my thought is, they're so they're filleting all the fish and giving right. all the fish away this year. Okay. I think they're doing that so that there's no even thought that anybody may be weighting their fish. Because oh. if you cut them open, then they know right there. But so who gets it? Well, you can show up with the cooler. You show up at a cooler today, you can come take some salmon away should, that's caught today. Fill, we should fill a food pantry. Uh, well, I think they do a lot of that. Uh, uh, I, I know Christo's do. got a bunch. Okay. Uh, so all the fish yesterday was donated. But the proceeds go to the school for the, the salmon in the schools, the sixth mm-hmm. grade fishing trip. All good things. Now, it, salmon swim in schools, which would make them smart and left-handed. That's right. Left fin. That's right. Left fin. Left fin. Left fin. Okay. Okay. okay I'm going great. back to my hole. Oh, that, that was it. That, I thought you had. I thought you had. Uh, a, I have all kinds of things, but I, I have. I have an opportunity to come speak publicly at city council and yell at you some more tomorrow. Uh-huh. I got my. I have my own opportunity without a three-minute limit on Thursday. So, oh yeah. Who knows? We have. What's more going on on Thursday? We're. I think there's some waterfront uh, discussion. I haven't seen their packet yet. You know, oh, okay. Because it's not. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but uh, planning, planning. Okay. Yeah, there's a moratorium, as you know. We're getting close to the end. We're getting close to the end. Um, about and you guys have gotten all of your survey information. Sur- I know I took the surveys survey. are complete, but we have not seen the results yet. Oh, really? Yeah, I think they just completed like in the last week. And it's their court- that doesn't take long, though. Well, I've, I've done surveys like that. It, I bet it's going to be part of our packet. So it's, it's I'm looking a, forward to seeing it. A couple hours to get so all that. So question survey, not land map survey. Maybe oh, it was a extensive survey with pictures uh, and diagrams. Oh, yeah. It was, it was, it was pretty very lengthy. interesting. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Lots of pictures, pretty pictures. So there's some interesting things to be discussed there. So Thursday may have some things to talk about. Okay, I'm back to the hole. Very, very good. Very, very good. Thank you for that, CJ. Um, uh, we've got, uh, uh, you know, I talked about um, yoga at Oval Beach but uh, and lots of events coming up. Uh, but uh, don't forget uh, Friday Night Music at Modalis. You, you, ever, guy, you, you ever go out to um, Modalis mm-hmm. Winery out there? Um, they do music night on Friday. They're doing it, um, and that's the 18th. So put that in your calendar. Uh, with Lynn and Moonshine Runners. There's no cover. It's a free event, and that's Friday the 18th. So that's going to be a fun event as well. We've got a great show coming up. I'm still looking to you know to see. We've got the Boys and Girls Club. Should be walking in the door any, any minute, minute now. And then, of course, after them, we'll have Anna Donahue, and she's driving in from Grand Rapids, and she'll be talking to us about art in the park. So don't go anywhere, folks. Grab another cup of coffee and uh, sit with us. And get down. Wow. Wow, get down that very loud. <laughs> You're listening to Saga Talk on Sunday with Gregory Muncy and my special co-host, the mayor of Douglas. Don't go anywhere, folks. We'll be right back after these messages on 927 the Fan and 927thefan.com.
say we only boys and girls I say we can change the world The future lies within the boys and girls The boys and girls If the world turned dark and fell apart You still had the love light in your heart Welcome back! You're listening to Saga Tuck on Sunday here on the Lake Shores 927thevan.com We do it live. We let you know everything going on here in the Saga Tuck Douglas area. So much fun. And, you know, it is really a special place to live. CJ was talking about the charter fishing program um, and the uh, tournament going on right now. And what a, what a great way that gives back to our kids that live in the community. They do that sixth grade fishing trip. And I know the kids really always look forward to that. Um, and, you know, we have such a great community that so many resources for kids here. Um, it's really a great place to raise your family here in Saugatuck, if you can find a house. <laughs> but um, but speaking about kids, let's get that disco ball down. We've got our next guest coming up. And they know a thing or two about kids in our community. And watch them work the runway. Wow. Look at them go. Welcome to the show. Amber Stevens and Max Golden. Max Golden. Welcome to the show. Yeah, you'll have to get right up there on the mic. And that does say that so you have the headphones on so you can hear yourself. Um, welcome to the show. Hi. I'm so <laughs> glad to be here. Yeah, it's great to be here. Yeah. Um, Amber Stevens, you're a busy mom of three girls. And so how old are your girls? They are seven, turning eight next week, and 12. Wow. Wow. Yikes. And so all girls. That must be a fun house. If that's what you call it. How yes. many how many bathrooms? Do you have four bathrooms? No, only two. So it's quite a <laughs> fiasco in the morning. I, I can imagine. Um, and you're also, you can't live without your coffee. Hey, cheers yeah, to that, cheers. girl. I'll tell you that right now. Oh, <laughs> I can't either. Um, and uh, now, um, you're from the area? You grew up here? Yes, I grew up here. So um, my great-grandmother actually had property here. So I didn't live here until sixth grade. Uh-huh. Um, but I went to the middle school then actually i was the first one in the new middle school oh wow really and then um the high school and Mm -hmm. then i haven't left i guess yeah (laughs) left and um uh uh you are a you are the activities uh uh coordinator um at the elementary school here yes yes i am Uh uh-huh and so what you do activities you get those kids busy and you do activities with them from yeah. yeah, I get to make all the messes, basically. So. Oh, you're the you're the craft lady. Yes. Oh, that's Good fun. Job. I used to love that. Uh, that was my favorite part of elementary school was crafts. Um, so you really have a passion with with kids and and uh, and things like that. Um, what led you to decide you wanted to do something like work with kids? You're pretty. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, I am pretty crazy. Um, <laughs> no, um, you know. I wanted to do something that makes a difference in our community, and I wanted to be a part of that. And also just it's a really great program, and mm-hmm. my kids get to participate in it too. Oh, So it makes sense, and it's really just every day I get to know, like, all of their friends and what's the scoop and uh-huh. learning the new lingo. Sus is the best word right now. Everything is sus. Sus. Oh, you're so sus. Yes. That's yes. short for suspect for those people that don't know that. Um, Max, um, let me ask you a few questions real quick so folks get to know you. You're the father of twin one-year-old boys. Boy, I am. 
Boy, that's 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 pretty busy, um, but uh, but probably not as busy as when they get a little older. <laughs> that's what we hear. It's going to be interesting for sure. So, um, Ben, what or Max, uh, what what do you do full time? Uh, I'm in the Boys and Girls Club. Oh, right oh now. okay. So you are the um, uh, PE um, uh, uh, activities. That, exactly. What is your job? So I'm the health and PE coordinator there at the Boys and Girls Club here in Douglas, Ogden. Um my job is to make sure, A, when they're in the gym, they're all safe and having fun and uh-huh. coming up with new ideas, new games for them to play, um, different things to get them moving. Uh-huh. And move their bodies, right. Because um, physical activity, of course, is important. Um, now, um, what, what, what made you decide to do a job like that? Uh, I've always loved sports, being active outdoors and stuff like that, so I wanted to find a way to give that back, uh, give experiences to kids that mm-hmm. I had growing up, so that may not always, so that's why I chose to do a job like this. It's really fun, like Amber said. It's exciting. It's challenging. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I bet. Um, now, the Boys and Girls Club, tell me a little bit about the organization. I don't know much about it. Yep, so we're basically part of the Boys and Girls Club of Greater Holland. Um, of Greater Holland. Yes. Okay, that's where it comes from. So okay. there's overarching Boys and Girls of America, and then there's clubs locally around the country and stuff. Uh-huh. And we're part of the Boys and Girls Club of Greater Holland here. Okay. And d- do you work from home, or d- is there an office there in Holland that you work out of? Or So there's two actual buildings in Holland. There's the south side where the offices are for all the higher-ups. Uh-huh. And then there's the north side up off Riley. For the lower downs? No. <laughs> they, just, they don't put offices there, I don't think. Um, right. So those are two actual physical sites that we have for serving Holland. Uh-huh. And then... There's also an extension site at Holland Heights, and then we're an extension down here at Douglas Elementary. Oh, so you have office space there at the elementary uh, 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 area there? Or, yep. yeah. Yep. Oh, nice. Nice. Very nice. Now, um, wh- who are, who's your sponsor? Who are you supported by? Um, we're sponsored by the Rotary Club. Oh, okay, our local Rotary Club. Very, very good. Um, now, what does a typical day look like at Boys and Girls Club? Uh, during the year, I mean, what 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 is like a school year versus a summer? What what kind of programming do you do? Yeah, it's a little bit different. So during the school year, um, we get we only get the kids for three hours, so it's a very short period of time. Is that, um, a, is that after school? Right after school, uh-huh. so they come straight to us, um, and then we file them in, take attendance, and we get them snack, and we get them outside because they are, have been sitting in school all day and they want to run and be crazy. Right. So we usually get them outside. We um, we do a snack and announcements, get them outside, and while they're doing that, then that's when we prepare crafts. We have um, like what they what we call brain gain, uh-huh. and so we have like a whole table set up full of like learning activities, flashcards, worksheets, homework help. Um, we have a couple other coworkers, and um, Michelle, our other coworker, she's really great at brain gain. She helps the kids with their homework projects. We're there for any of that. So, like, if parents let us know, hey, my kid's behind, we're like, okay. So we encourage them when they come in to do a little bit of homework or help them out with that. Mm-hmm. And so then they come in and they kind of get a little bit of free leeway. They like can they can work on their homework. They can do the craft, which is like basic crafts you know whatever i come up with for that day mm-hmm. and then um they also can go to the gym and continue to be active so there's usually an activity and also a section of open gym and so we're open till six and so the kids kind of you know mosey back and forth but um in that little side part of the elementary mm-hmm. um 
And it usually dies down around five. Most kids get picked up for sports and family activities. Oh, that must just be a huge benefit for parents who work later and have commutes to have to wrestle with and know that they can hang out after school and... For sure. Even parents who want to skip our really long pickup line sometimes, uh-huh. they'll come at like four, like three forty-five, four o'clock, and they're like, ah, we can just walk in and get our kids. Right. And now we've fed them a snack, and they've been outside running. And Oh, I'm sure it relieves the uh, pickup time. We see the cars lined up on Blue Star oh. Oh, when yeah. school lets so, out. Yeah. yeah, so we tell parents sometimes, just let them come here. It's, it's, it's super affordable. It's $5 for the entire year. Wow, $5? That's it. Per, per child, child. $5 so, for the entire year. It's super affordable. How much for adults? Um, <laughs> we'll let you come nap in our chill zone. Uh, uh, yeah, in the right. chill zone. We have a chill zone. Yeah. 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 In a chill zone. Well, can, can he bring an adult juice box? Um, I'm, <laughs> probably don't, not. Don't they would me. probably want factory <laughs> sealed. I don't, I don't think the elementary is in the social district. <laughs> no, not quite. <laughs> Mayor, Mayor, did you bring this from the cove? Well, you know, I, I walked say, over. Oh, but no, that's amazing. Yeah. That amazing. And so we are Monday through Thursday. We're working on expanding to Fridays, but um, mm-hmm. that lists a whole plethora of funding and planning. And what a great way to keep the kid out of the house even longer. Oh, yeah. um, exactly. <laughs> no, parents love it. I bet. They come sure. in and they're like, thank you so much. We're like, you're good. You're good. Yeah, right. But so that's during the school year. And then during the summer, we're a longer program. So we, we yeah. open at 930 and we close at 330. So a six hour day. And, and how in every day or how uh, Monday through Thursday? Oh wow! Yep. So and um, the only thing the kids have to do is bring their own lunch. We provide snacks. We provide drinks. Anything else that they might need during the day. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yep. And then that's just a little bit more relaxed planning. So like in the afternoons we go outside. In the mornings we have crafts. They're, they're, so you give them so their structured activities, and then they have times where it's like kind of free time. Free as time. Well. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we never want to force the kids to do anything, but we do highly encourage. Like when we're doing physical activity, we're like, "Come on, it'll mm-hmm. be fun," you know. Mm-hmm. Motivate. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys are pretty. It sounds like you're busier in the summer. Yes. Than you we, are during um, the school year. Our numbers are higher um, from this year, anyways, that I can recall. Our numbers uh-huh. were higher. Right, Max, in the school year. Yeah. At the, our very last day of club, at the end of the school year, we had 90 kids at the end of the day. Wow. How much so, is it for a kid in the summer? Five bucks. Five dollars. So for the whole, for for the the whole, whole year, basically, you're paying 10 bucks. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. They want That's it to crazy. be super affordable. You can't find babysitting prices that cheap. No. no. They want I, it to be super affordable. Do you have to be a student at Douglas Elementary no. in order? Okay. You don't so have a good open. question, Jerry. No, no you. you don't. Um. We can. We have a couple kids who come from Hamilton. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, and actually, this summer we have some Fenville kids. So oh, okay. it's Any really home, just nice. Kids? Um, I don't think we do, but we would take them. Sure, of course. absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be great. You know, I mean, if you're homeschooled, just go after the school and you know socialize and have activities and everything like uh-huh. that. That's awesome. We actually had two kids from Chicago this summer too for a few months. We won't. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, so we're open for anyone, really. If you're just here visiting, it's still the same thing. Oh, that wow. That's fast. So, a babysitter, five bucks. Well, no, I'm thinking, yeah, right. I'm thinking you know, <laughs> for families who are here and the weather's not cooperating, right. what a great thing. Exactly, exactly. You know, between that and the library, and you can knock some stuff out. Do you, okay. Do you guys, um, you do a lot of stuff at the elementary. Do you ever, like, go on field trips or things like that? Yep, we do a lot more of that in the summer. We're working on plans to do uh-huh. Not during the school year. Uh, last year we were all 
a little newer to the program. Right. Both Amber and I came on last year. Uh-huh. Um, so we were both just kind of adjusting. The plan this year is to do a few more things. I've got a notebook going with all the crazy ideas that flow in my head. Uh-huh. But, um, so like this summer, we took the kids down to the Star Sock, took them on a quick ride. Oh, cool. Um, I. We jumped to the fire station twice. We took two trips to the fire station so they could get to see, see that. Oh, I bet they enjoyed that. They really did. Yeah. The little kids liked it more. It was way cooler for them. And the big kids were kind of like, this is boring. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't get to drive a fire truck or say anything on fire, so they it's were kind so, of upset. But It's so sus. Oh, yeah. You know, it was just sus. <laughs> um, and and so so you're working on in, in expanding maybe that for next summer? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. For like summer, we want to do more different things. Uh, I've got feelers out to people almost looking for ideas for where we can take kids like during the school year we're uh-huh. trying to find the best idea this fall for like an orchard or something six yeah. flags are you going six flags are you coming you're gonna take them <laughs> you can ride all the roller coasters yeah right <laughs> how many kids after school do you normally get the average last year was probably about 70 70 kids after school every day when i got there they said oh high day will be like 50 70. Yeah, we we saw a lot of growth last year. We had wow. most days. It was you got enough staff, support staff? We're there. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I just didn't know if there were volunteer opportunities for people right. to come. Right, and, and yeah, say, that's, what, that was my next question. Like, sorry to take it. Yeah, like, you know, I'm sure, you know, you get help from the Rotary Club, but, you know, what are things that you guys need? Let us know. Yep, if anybody's so, listening or. So we are always looking for volunteers, so. We have had some Murray members that have been volunteer. Please come help us. <laughs> all, all I would 70, think the same thing. I'd be asking for help from everywhere. And all 70 kids are elementary school age? Or is there some middle? Or? Nope. It's right now just first grade through fifth grade. First through fifth. Yep. Okay. 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 And, um, and do you accept donations? Always. You do? Always. Now, if somebody wanted, they're listening and they want to donate to the Boys and Girls Club, how do they make sure that it goes directly to our Boys and Girls Club? Because it's a national thing, isn't it? I mean, you go online and you can make a donation to the national you know, organization, but it wouldn't really come right to you. Um, you would go to the Boys and Girls Club of Greater Holland okay. website. Uh-huh. So it's bgch.org, and that would go directly to us. Or... Um, you can stop in at any time. We're there and, you know, drop off a check. Just make sure it's written to Boys and Girls Club of Greater Holland. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're very good. Um, you guys have an event going on tomorrow, and that's why I wanted to have you on the show. There's an art gallery thing going on, an art show. What's it? Yes, we are so excited. So this is the first time we've done something like this, and the kids um, came up with it. So they wanted a way to display all the art that they've been making. So during the school year, they work tirelessly, and some of the kids really get into it. Um, but we didn't come up. We the kids, the summer kids, came up with this idea that they wanted to have a, like a fancy art gallery. You know, like the ones that are downtown. Ooh. Mm-hmm. So um, they have been literally every day working on their art projects. We've got canvases and little um, clay sculptures and pictures. Some of them built some sculptures of popsicle sticks. Um, but it's really fun, and so I told them I would make it happen. So um, <laughs> we're gonna like. You know, dress up the cafeteria best we can, and yeah. um, I t- they're all getting they're supposed to be getting dressed up because they want it to be fancy. So they want to okay. be they want to be dressed up, and they all have their little parts to play. So we have some kids greeting, and some kids handing out cookies, and some kids at the 
cash table, as we would call it. Uh-huh. And so we would love for the community, even if you don't donate or anything like that, just to come and like wow the kids. Just be like, wow, this just, is really great. Just support them. Yeah. Yeah. And, and for the artwork, prices start at? Um, it's, it's silent auction by donation. So I'm going to have little papers down. And, you know, at the end of the night, we'll call you and let you know, okay, you won this. Unless you stay the whole time, which is great, too. So, so so what time is it tomorrow? Five to seven. Five to seven tomorrow mm-hmm. at Douglas Elementary School there. Yep, right in the cafeteria. So mm-hmm. that first entrance, not the one by the office, but the first one. We'll have that one open. Okay. All right. And, and go and sh- show your support. Um, you know, the, ma- to the, the mayor will be there. And the mayor will be there. You can go meet the mayor of Douglas. He'll be there. And uh, and I'm stopping by as well. Of course, Gregory Muncie from 92.7 The Band will be there. What well, do you think well, of that? Well. I hope you find some Councilman art for your Gregory. living room. <laughs> yes, I could find a piece of artwork. All the artwork around here are from local artists that you look around. Um, I've got lots of James Brandis. I like him as well. Um, but uh, t- uh, anything else that you've got planned for the summer? Um, something maybe towards the end of summer? Do, are you working on any projects or something fun for the kids to get involved in? Yep. So we're winding down our summer right now. This is our last week for the summer kids before we shut down for a couple weeks. Can you believe it? I know. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, already seeing, I'm, already seeing, I'm already seeing Halloween decorations in the store. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well. But um, so to end our week, we try to make it a big, fun day for the kids. Um, and to add on to that, we're doing a lemonade stand on for, on Thursday. Oh, okay. Yep, right outside the school again, too. Thursday the 17th, that's this Thursday, um, and right outside the school, the school there, uh, Douglas Elementary, a lemonade stand. You'll be selling fresh-squeezed lemonade. You got, how, how, what's the recipe? Are you going to – It's a secret. Oh, oh, no. The kids are in charge of that. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> um, uh, so, um, how about, um, uh, I wanted to ask you guys, you know, it's a lot to work with kids. I don't have children for a reason. And now, now, you know, and I do love kids, you know, I, I, for many years, I, I entertain kids at music in the park with the bubbles and different things that I do over the years. Um, but I always say I like kids because I get them in small doses. You guys have large doses of kids in your life. Um, you know, what's the most rewarding part that you have of working with kids? I mean, what, what, or are there any? Yeah, or are there any? Correct. <laughs> I mean, every day it's really rewarding. It's both challenging and rewarding. But when you see something click in a kid's head or they have a ton of fun, or some kid, some kid like kind of come out of their shell, it's a quieter kid, and you don't usually see playing with the other kids or playing sports or trying new things when they when you see them try something new or do something and it just kind of clicks in their head and you see that kind of go off and uh-huh. the smile on their face that's really what's worth it what's worth it oh that's cool that's good amber um i'd say for me it's the like when they recognize me outside of school uh-huh so they'll see me in like the you know demands or like vista and right. or out and they'll be like miss amber and yeah they'll, like run and give me a hug or something like that then like that's when i know like i've made a connection with that kid and right so um and just even at the end of the school day you know we stand down there and they're running towards us down the hallway and we're like hey giving them high fives how was your day and it's just like they light up when they're excited to see us mm-hmm. and so that makes me feel good that like we are a supportive safe place for them that they can just let loose and have fun Oh, really cool. Uh, any big plans coming down the line for the school year now that you're getting back to school? Nothing set in stone. 
but I think we are going to have a really good school year. Like I said, I've got trips going through my head, really mm-hmm. big things to do. Got um, that notebook going. Get that notebook, yeah. Like I said, we're going to try to do as much to keep the kids busy, find new things to do for them. It should be a fun school year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do, you, do you guys, uh, you find, you look for educational things to bring uh, as well. You do arts and crafts. So you're, so you're teaching the kids things as well. You're not, you're not just, uh, you're not babysitting. Um, it's a program where kids are walking away with valuable lessons as well, right? Yes, for sure. So we try to incorporate education in everything we do. Uh-huh. So like this summer, even we did a lot of like STEM, which is like science type stuff. The kids were building. Oh, cool. And um, so, yeah, we try to make everything educational, but we also want it to be fun. So we've done stuff like we went on the paddle boat, but then we did like stand there and talk about how the paddles move and stuff like that. They don't know they're learning mm. most of the time. <laughs> So we You're try to sneak, sneak it, it in. in there. But yeah. yeah, for sure. And we're always looking for stuff in our community to do mm-hmm. so that our kids are involved in our community and our area. Right, right, right. Um, you know, they um, they have the kitchen there at uh, the um, the uh, the uh, first congreg- congregational church there. They do the bake sale there at Music in the Park. Mm-hmm. Um you guys should probably reach out to the folks now that are currently doing music in the park now, and and maybe you know maybe that would be a fun summer thing to do with the kids is you know take them take them to one of the concerts and maybe set up a table and talk about Boys and Girls Club. I think that that would be a fun thing for you guys to do. Um, for those that maybe they've just moved to the area, they're new. We've had a lot of people that have moved to this area the last couple of years, and um, and they're new. Um, how do they get their child involved? And and what are the ages? Like, what ages are the Boys and Girls Club? I mean, Jerry wants to go. I, I think he's a little. He might be just outside that. Outside oh, the age bracket. Yeah. However, I got in line for your notebook, but continue. Got yeah. It. So, like I said, we serve here at Douglas Elementary. We are first through fifth grade. Um, the other other sites in Highland go all the way through high school and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you can sign up online. Okay. Go to bgch.org. Bgch.org. Correct. Uh, you can sign up online. That is shutting down shortly for the summer, getting ready for the school year. So, uh-huh. don't, you don't want to pay twice. Well, mm-hmm. you could, but... Um, you can sign up online. Uh, you can sign up in person with us when we're there. Uh, we do sign-ups. We have membership forums with us. Um, orientation. Yeah, you do have to do a parent orientation first. Mm-hmm. That is required. So you right. know, our, know our handbook and know, and you can ask us questions. Um, yeah. It's really that straightforward, though. And do, they, do they have a phone number they can call that you're willing to give? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Amber's got Hold on. Amber's looking it up. <laughs> okay, so it's 616-210-4932. And you can leave us a message there, too. We check our messages every day we're there. Uh-huh. So. And so if you're interested in, in getting involved, and you're also, again, looking for volunteers? or Always, uh-huh. always looking for volunteers. You do have to um, fill out a form and uh, do a small orientation with our director, Nicole Sanderson. Yeah. Um, but um, we would love, 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 love to have anyone who wants to come help us out, you know. And the kids love seeing new faces because then they get to bother the new faces. Right, right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I want to take a moment here and commit. Um, and just bounce off you for your notebook and whatnot. So I have a huge soccer background. Could I come out and do a clinic out there? 
Yes, the kids love soccer. Did you want to think about it for a no, second? Or? No, no. Okay. Don't you no, have to interview him first? They're obsessed with they, soccer. Oh, my gosh. Oh, okay. It depends on the time of year. Last year, they started out loving soccer, and then we did month after month of football, football. Okay. But they do love soccer. soccer. It does go back to soccer. It will circle back right. as we head into the fall. So okay. we can definitely work on setting something up that we, they would love that. And then even on inclement weather, you know, you could do it in the gym, possibly, if it's not if it's not occupied. Nope. We have the gym after school every day, so it's us until, well, once volleyball, volleyball starts up. So based on your it. numbers, we'll have a scrimmage game of 35 on 35. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. You might have some kids that don't want to. No, we'll, we'll, we'll break it down. But I'd like to come out and just do a, you know, clinic. Yeah, I don't have a deep soccer background. I enjoy I all sports, but soccer wasn't one I got into as a kid. So mm-hmm. they asked me some questions. I'm like, I can help you a little bit, but always looking for more help on that. Well, father of twin one-year-old boys, you'll want to get them in soccer. Yeah. I'm aware. Trust yeah, they're, yeah, soccer's They will the occupy each other for days and hours and months on end. So just Max, that, yes. tell me, what's been your favorite memory since working for the Boys and Girls Club? Do you have a certain memory that kind of sticks out of working with the kids? Yeah, I do. Um if I remembered it, <laughs> I had one. I mean, every day's been great, um, but I would say, honestly, any of our field trips have been uh, watching those kids have just a great time getting out, uh-huh. letting loose, having fun, dressing like pirates on the Star of Soccer Tech. Yeah. Know, we made them. They dress like pirates. Oh, that's How cool. cool. Yeah. my patches, yep. Oh, cool. Uh-huh. And actually, this entire summer, we did more of a house-style system for the kids. Mm-hmm. So we split into three houses. So watching them get competitive against each other, trying to earn the most points. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> my cats are three for three. But <laughs> Amber Stevens and Max Golden, they are running the show there at the Douglas Elementary School and the Boys and Girls Club. And their website again, your website again? bgch.org yeah get your kids involved and uh, get them out of the house and get some people <laughs> get some people involved i yeah. i just Do amazed this. 70 kids that's oh, i mean yeah. you guys have quite so if you want to volunteer please help them if you're looking to make a donation of course you can you can give them a call give them that phone number one more time it is 61 oh sorry uh-huh. it's 616 210 Four nine three two, and we're at the elementary every day right now, Monday through Thursday this week, and then once we start the school year, we'll be there too. So stop in after school if you want to. Awesome, awesome. Are you right-handed or left-handed? Right. Right-handed. How about Max? Left-handed. Thanks for coming on the show, folks. Um, we've got we still got Anna Donahue coming up. She's to talk about art in the park. There's art everywhere. We're doing art everywhere. Tomorrow night, we're going to be at the Douglas Elementary School going to the silent auction for the art show. Correct. And then uh, coming up, we've got art in the park. So we're going to find out about that. Don't go anywhere, folks. Grab another cup of coffee. Thanks for being on the show again, you guys. Thanks so much for having that us. That was awesome. Yeah, thank you. It's, it's nice to learn about that. Like, I didn't even know we had a Boys and Girls Club, so that's kind of cool. Um, grab another cup of coffee. You're listening to Saga Tech on Sunday on 92.7 The Van and 92.7thevan.com.
Welcome back. You're listening to Saugatuck on Sunday here. We're doing it live downtown Saugatuck, high above land sharks. And it's going to be a beautiful day today, folks. High of about 75, one of the coolest Augusts I have seen in quite a while. It has been quite a very, very cool August. That's going to be a lot of fun tomorrow night, Jerry, at the... Oh, I can't wait. Yep. At, so glad we're talking, about talking about the Boys and Girls Club, our last segment, and we were talking about their little art show, mm-hmm. and all these kids are going to get dressed up and sell their little creations there, I and th- that'll be fun. They'll have a silent auction for that. That's tomorrow at 5, 5 to 7? At the elementary school in Douglas, Michigan. Yeah, we'll be there, and... Um, It'll be fun. Uh, it'll be fun to support the kids, too. So, you know, if you're a parent, and, and uh, yeah, I, there should be lots of parents there. I bet it'll be a nice little turnout, so it should be nice. Uh, speaking of art, uh, we've got a really cool event coming up, and uh, it's been going on for, how long, has it been six, six years, maybe? Uh, we'll have to find out, but let's get that disco ball down, and let's get our next guest out. She's going to walk that runway once we find that disco ball. Our sound guy, he's just, where's that? There it is. I'll tell you that, CJ. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I am loving this, Gregory. Look at it. Look at her. It's Anna Donahue. Are you related to Phil? Well, I'd like to say so, but unfortunately not. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Anna Donahue from the uh, uh, West Michigan Artist Entrepreneurs. And or entre- is it artist entrepreneurs of West Michigan? Well, we just call ourselves artist entrepreneurs. Oh, okay. That's what we are. Okay. And um, uh, tell me a little bit about yourself. Uh, you've been on the show maybe about a year ago now. Yeah, this is actually my third time, Greg. Yep, yep. Yeah. I have you every year about this yeah. time, don't I? And I just love coming to Sagatuck. You know, I've been meeting all kinds of artists out there this year. I've been going to all the art fairs. Actually, to, to promote bringing more artists to Sagatuck for Art in the Park. And you would not believe the reception I'm getting. Everyone says, oh, Sagatuck, yeah. I love Sagatuck. Everybody loves Sagatuck. And they want to go here. And, and I am so surprised at the reception I'm getting as I talk about our little event, Art in the Park. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Now, you've worked as, uh, as a, made a living on your artwork for 30 years. Boy, that's... That's a, a lot to be said. I, that's hard to do. Yeah, it is hard because you know about those starving artists. Yes. Well, I actually started my business way back in the early 90s, and I was shocked that within five years, I actually hit six figures. Oh, wow. And I said, wow, you can make a living on art. It's possible. <laughs> and so that's why I um, now in my old age, after mm-hmm. all these years, I started Artist Entrepreneurs, and that is to teach artists what I know, uh-huh. how to make a living. Yeah. Um, now, what kind of art is your – what's your medium? I love sculpture, but most of my work is in mural work, painting. Mural painting. Now, sculpture, what kind of sculpture? I've worked in wood, steel, and bronze. No clay? Oh, clay isn't really a part of it. Uh, bronze, bronze starts with clay. Oh, okay, right. Of course, you make your mold first, and then you cast it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. yeah. See, I know, I know, I know a little bit. <laughs> um, um, and uh, so y- y- you've done that for thirty years. Well, good for you. And now you just you talked about murals. Um, I saw that you just uh, 
created a mural for the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, I was asked by a designer who's helping a family. She has the project to decorate a kid's bedroom with a Nintendo theme. And so they asked me, would you like to paint a mural for this little boy's bedroom? I said, absolutely, I would love to do that. Oh, wow. We just finished it last night. Did, oh, really? Where can we see that? Are you going to well, post any pictures? Or? you might not be able to see it because it's Nintendo. So it's a licensed um, oh, thing. Oh, correct. So I'm not sure how they're going to photograph it. But uh, what I did was I, I did the mural on a very large panel, and they're going to install it in a couple weeks uh-huh. along with all of the rest of the decorations for that room. Oh, the bedroom. So he's going to have a Nintendo bedroom. Yes. How cool is that? If I'm Nintendo, I want to know all about this. <laughs> I can't see shut something down when you painted a child's bedroom and you know what I mean, I mean yeah. right sometimes the corporations get a little possessive if you will but then there's other times when it's like this is amazing it, I, it will yeah. be amazing yeah and I, I, I am not in charge of that part of it but right I help out at uh, the dunes resort every year for the make-a-wish benefit there where we do a silent auction it's always a great mm-hmm. event there and uh, make-a-wish is one of my favorite organizations to uh, support so I think that's a great thing um, I also saw that you are back at art prize you were there about 10 years ago and well you're... I've done art prize the first Ten years. Oh, the first ten years. Absolutely, yes. I've done it ten years. I've been in the city center every year. I've been in the top twenty-five about four times. Wow! And I have sold several of those pieces and other pieces. I just learned a lot and got a lot of great advertising. Oh, I bet, I bet, I bet. And so you'll be back again this year. Yes, I'll, Any... be, I'll be at the Waters Building in downtown Grand Rapids. A Waters Building, mm-hmm. uh huh. And this is the first year I'm doing a two D painting. A 2D painting. Just a large painting on canvas. Interesting. Very, very interesting. Um, so you started um, Artist Entrepreneurs, and you, like you said, because you learned how to make a living on your artwork, and you teach artists how to make a living as an artist. Um, what are some of the programs, and, and what do you do? Um, I, yeah, I, I, know, I know you've got the, the show coming up, the art show, but other than that, what, how do you help artists? How do you help them? Well, there's a lot to know about the business side of art. Uh Most artists that I work with are already producing. They're very professional, and they know what they do. I don't teach them how to be an artist. I teach them how to sell their art and how to get into the business end of it. So it's all about the marketing, the branding, and all the different platforms that you can use to sell your work. Uh Well, websites. how to make a salary at the gallery. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's my gift to you on this yeah. Sunday. And yeah, what well, and there's and there are so many different ways you can sell art. It's just it's amazing how right. many options there are out there. A lot of opportunity. Now, um art in the park coming up, these are all local artists. They're not they're they're folks from West Michigan and right. and this area. And most of them are artists that aren't that familiar with the art scene, right? Or they are or Yes and no. We started this show in order to help our artists who wanted to learn about art fairs. Uh And so we are very big on helping them facilitate the process of getting in and and just doing the art show. What Mm -hmm. what does it take to actually produce it and actually get your stuff out there and sell it? Mm -hmm. But now, because it's been so popular and so many artists keep coming back every year, it has become a bigger event for just any artist 
that's interested and that wants to get out there and sell their work. A lot of artists are very experienced in the art fair market. They go to all the different fairs around the area, but we do focus our event on just regional artists. Right. We might get a couple people from northern Indiana. Most of them are all West Michigan artists, oh, or wow. Michigan for sure. Oh, that's really cool. Um, you guys have been doing this for a minute. This is your seventh year. Yes. Yeah, and uh, I remember uh, when you approached me when I was uh, uh, on the board at that time, or was I administrator? Well, administrator. And uh, you approached about having the event, Art in the Park. Mm-hmm. And so I brought it to the Sadaba board, and then you created your nonprofit, and now you're just doing your own thing. Yeah, you've kind of got me into that nonprofit thing, too. Yeah. And uh-huh. I was like, really? I should? And so I did, yeah. yeah. It's been working out great. Yeah, awesome, awesome. Um, this year, the Art in the Park is going to be on September 16th at Wicks Park uh, on Water Street. What, uh, what are the hours? 10 to 4. So it's, a, it's an all-day thing, mm-hmm. all-day event, 10 to 4. All day, and we've got live music all day. Oh, really? Who, yeah. Live music from who? We've got Dune Grass, okay. which is sort of a, oh, what would you, bluegrass type of music. Uh-huh. They're kind of there's Folk, semi-acoustic. Folksy. Yeah, folksy, Americana. Uh-huh. We've got another group called The Cones, and they are very Americana style. The Cones. I was You took me back to Saturday Night Live for a minute there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at the Cone family. <laughs> this one's spelled different, but yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so this is a... Is this in, this is an invitational, is it a juried show? Yes, it is. We bring uh, in a professional juror, and we give out lots of awards to the artists. We oh, depend okay. on our sponsors to help us do that. Right. And we look for sponsors, mainly in the Saugatuck Douglas area. We want the local businesses to profit from this and help. And we're putting up banners on the Blue Star Highway with all the logos of the sponsors. Uh-huh. There's a lot of perks for sponsors to get in on this. Advertising and digital. Yes, well. yes. Because we do flyers. We put them up all over town right for two weeks right we can have all this this advertising up and running mm-hmm. and it it's quite a good exposure oh so you do have sponsors that support the show then well we're we're working on lining up the sponsors right now so yeah uh-huh. we we do get sponsors okay all right so you're still actively looking we're for work- sponsors yes so yeah, we're working on that if i'm listening and maybe i want a sponsor how do i wh- what information just how do I- contact me directly because i'm the person to talk to mm-hmm. and you can go to my website annadonahue.com mm-hmm. and find me there mm-hmm. communicate with me through the website or telephone me, um, email. It's all AnnaDonahue.com. Anna at AnnaDonahue.com. Mm-hmm. Or my phone number. Mm-hmm. I can even give you that. Yeah. Um, you guys set up early in the morning, right? Oh, yeah. We get here early. Uh, uh-huh. The artists are here at break of dawn. Yeah, yeah, right. And so they set up, and then they go park up at the high school? or Yeah, if they can. Is there construction there this year? I wondered if there is going on There is, but the parking is still available. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh-huh. there's still parking yeah, they, available. They move their vehicles up there uh, and uh, after they unload. You know, they right. have to come to the parks to unload, of course. Right, right, right. What kind of art do we, do, do you, are we expecting at this we look for the best fine art that we can find, and most of the art is your typical, you know, beautiful landscape paintings, um, 2D art that is in all different styles, modern. You'll have some contemporary. You'll have some poured art. There'll be abstract as well as realistic landscape style artwork, portraits, 
And there's also some very good fine crafters. We're very concerned that we have high-quality crafters there. So uh-huh. we have people like potters, uh, jewelry makers that do their own designs with unique styles. And uh-huh. we look for very unique items. Right, right. Um, so you, you, you don't have people that are selling stuff that is prefabricated. No, no. Everything's original and handmade. So yeah, it has to be original and, and it has to be high quality. Because I've gone to I've gone to craft shows, you know, not around here, but in other cities, and and it's like, wait a minute, you didn't make that. I can tell. I I can buy that on eBay or I can buy that on yeah. Amazon. <laughs> yeah, this is definitely not a flea market. Uh, right. <laughs> right. So how many artists will you have? Well, we fill up Wicks Park this year. We're pushing forty artists, which will be okay. the biggest event so far. Uh-huh. I don't think we can fit more than forty in Wicks Park. Right. But right. that's a perfect size for a small event where everyone has a fun time uh-huh. and it's not overwhelming. Do you, now, do you end up, based on numbers, space, and availability, have to turn people away? Well, we are very choosy about who we allow into the show. Select so there two. are, yeah, we're very selective. So we want to make sure that we have the high quality. Sure. So there are people that are not going to be able to get in, of course. That okay. just happens. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Anna, uh, what what are your plans for this year? Is there anything that's going to be different this year about the art fair? Well, the fact Anything that we that have music in? all day, now just a few hours, uh-huh. that'll be really cool. We take care of our artists by purchasing lunch from one of the local restaurants here. Mm-hmm. We want to support the community. So we actually feed our artists. We take care of them all day long. We give them breakfast, snacks, and lunch. And we, we know, really take care of them. And then we're going to have some kids uh, uh, activity that they can do and take part in for no charge oh, cool. or maybe a very small fee, like a dollar or something. They can create something to take home with them. And so they'll be, um, at, it's very, we promote it as a family friendly event. We uh-huh. want to make sure that people are comfortable coming and enjoying the time. Right, right. Um, if people are listening and maybe they want it, you've already got all the artists that you need, right? You don't we, have room for any more to sign up. We have room for a couple more. Oh, and, you do? And I do have people uh, that that say that they are going to join up, but there's not much time left. Right, it's, right. It's just another couple weeks. And how would they off. go about if they're looking? Um, how Where would they go to see? Oh, contact me again, Anna, uh-huh. at AnnaDonahue.com. Uh-huh. com. Yeah, well, you can do it either way, yeah. Oh, really? Oh, so you have both domains. Mm-hmm. Aha! So people are going to find you. Um, you also do public speaking engagements as well, right? Do right. You, you, you talk about uh, becoming an artist as well, right? Right. Uh-huh. I do like to talk about the artist entrepreneur adventure, and and we do webinars. I do one-on-one coaching. Mm-hmm. I'll take speaking spots. I've done presentations on Art Prize in the past too. People love to hear about that, and that's a big talking point. Cool, cool. Um, you guys will be advertising pretty soon for this event, right? And yeah, so I can't advertise. wait to get that out. Yeah. yeah. So when you have those flyers, let me know. I'll help get them around town. Um, and uh, and so, um, but uh, it's coming up. It's just around the corner, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is. It is. <laughs> and it's, it's, 
it's still, a stress point. Still plenty of room for sponsors? Yeah, there is, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll take as many sponsors as we can get because we want to help the community and we want to see those people and see their names out there. Right, right. Awesome. Well, you know, it's a great it's a great artsy community. So Well, I just find it fascinating that that intersection of art and commerce. Great artists who you know, what's a balance sheet? You know, they're they're fantastic artists but on the business acumen side like in my world a lot of real funny comedians but they <laughs> are driving at 77 corvette or chevette mm-hmm. for a reason so mm-hmm. i think that's great that you give them that business knowledge to help them it's a whole nother business really it's another whole uh, expertise mm-hmm. to know how to do that right right um so you're in saga talk today so you're gonna go visit visit around spend some time while you're here yeah, and I'm looking forward to coming back on Tuesday. Tuesday. Why? What's going on on Tuesday? Well, Tuesday is a good day to talk to business owners uh-huh. because you're not too busy yet. It's before right. the weekend. Uh-huh. But also, Art Club, the Sagatuck Douglas Art Club has a picnic that day. Oh, okay. Later in the day. Yeah. So I might show up over there. I just joined the Art Club because I want to be in touch with the people here. Oh, good. And, you know, get to know all the members of the Art Club better. Right, right. So this isn't anything that competes or anything like that. No, this is something I don't, I don't think so because yeah. we're, we avoid their schedule. So there are scheduled events that they carry about art, um, you know, art fairs. Right. That's all. All happens in July. Right. And so we're later, and we're looking at the fall market, mm-hmm. which is a quite different than the summer market and so we really love the september date uh-huh. we used to meet in august but we like september actually better yeah and we and our artists did just as well in oh, september okay. as they did in august so yeah so let's stick with september because it it's it's a different market it goes into the fall and the yeah and it, and it helps us stretch out our shoulder season here mm-hmm. too so mm-hmm. it keeps people yeah coming here throughout yeah. the yeah throughout the year as where's well. the picnic well, it's at somebody's place, and it's just right. the art club thing. Okay. It's, yeah. it's just for the club. So, yeah. to be honest, I don't know. It's on the Shoreline Drive. Or, right. Yeah. Right. Somewhere. Yeah, it's a, it's a private affair. Yes. Yeah. Very exclusive. <laughs> for Selective members only. Type of uh, but we've, had, we've had Saga Tech Douglas Art Club on the show before. It's only $50. A year to join that club, which I which I think is really really oh, cool. Oh yeah, oh yeah, it's very yeah. In fact, I just joined it. I only paid thirty, but maybe it's because it was. Oh, the maybe it of is year. thirty. Yeah, I could I, be wrong. I, I think it's. I think it is. <laughs> maybe lower. they charged me fifty. I don't. Oh, know. that's probably what happened, Gregory. <laughs> yeah, um, I could see them charging you. This no, uh, this no, will deter so. him. <laughs> I don't think so. Um, so yeah, you've been doing this for yeah, like I said, this is your seventh year. And uh, tell me something. What are some of your biggest takeaways? I mean, what what have you? Do you find this rewarding? Oh, absolutely. Uh-huh. The organization doesn't make money on this event. What we do, the whole point of this is to promote the art and to right. promote the artists. Uh-huh. And all the uh, sponsors that that uh, join up with us, all of that goes to the artists. Okay. Everything goes to the artist and, uh-huh. and, and to pay for the event. Right. So so we're not in it for the money necessarily, but more the educational. And then the promotion for the artist entrepreneur adventure for that, that the artist can get involved in. Right, right, right. And I think this is a great idea. And it's a great idea for artists that might feel I don't know, a little shy uh, to, to to joining an art fair because, you know, it would seem a little bit you know, uh, sometimes maybe hard for some folks to get you know, get into to put that, it, it is hard their foot to, in the door. Yeah, a lot of artists are introverts. 
you know, and, oh, yeah. and, and, and things like that. So that's got to be something for you to uh, – got to be interesting for you to work with so many eclectic personalities. Yeah, and yeah. artists are their own person, I'll tell you what, <laughs> right. because you are so right about that, being on their own. They're in their studio by themselves creating their work. Mm-hmm. And they need to get out, and they need to socialize, communicate, communicate. Yeah, network yeah. with others. Right. And we found that having meetings and getting together is a great way to do that. Well, very good, very good. Um, uh, so, uh, any so then after this, you'll be uh, getting ready for next year already. So, if maybe because we're getting close to the date, there's there's might be a few openings left, but somebody's thinking about maybe doing this next year. Um, I see folks online on you know social media and friends of mine that are kind of artists, but they've never quite crossed that line, and you know they always want to, you know, do that kind of thing. So maybe something like this would be good for them to think about for next year as well. Oh yeah, we have a lot of artists that'll say, "Oh, I'm already scheduled that day." There's mm-hmm. a lot of stuff going on in September. Yeah. In fact, I can name five different art fairs just in West Michigan on September 16th. Oh, <laughs> really? Yes. <laughs> and they're going to this one or that one, and and uh, but they always say, "Oh, I'm going to keep this in mind for next year." Yeah. Awesome. I mean, we have a big lineup of artists that are waiting to hear about it. Mm-hmm. Well, sounds really good. Um, Art in the Park. And, uh, hey, you don't want to miss this event. It's on September 16th. Mark your calendars. It's from 10 to 4. Um, 10 to 4. And uh, it looks like it's going to be uh, another great event. Uh, like I said, I, I saw last year it was quite successful for you. Yes. So. We just, oh, and we got written up in Sunshine Artist Magazine oh. from last year. Oh. Because we submitted reviews from the artists and I actually submitted a review of my own, and they published it and made a big article out of it. It just got republished uh, in an email that was sent out last week. Oh, so That's a prestigious it, yeah, publication. Yes, it is. And yeah. Sunshine Artist uh, goes nationally and promotes art fairs all across the country. Awesome. Well, thank you, Anna. Thank you for bringing us a little art to our art community. <laughs> And uh, again, your seventh year, congratulations. Uh, you've really done something with this. I remember when we met up, I thought, who is this lady? What, 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 what does she think she's going to do? Well, we'll try, we'll try this idea. I'm always willing. I'm always willing to try new ideas. And, um, and, and you've really proven and come through with this event. It has just grown into such a successful, great, great event. And price points, when, when you know, it's easy you know, to get art in your hands because the vendors that you have, you have such a various price point that, you know, anybody yeah. can get something. Oh, yeah. So, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Art in the Park, folks, September 16th. Looks like it's time for us to go. Coffee and Cars. Is it? It's Coffee and Cars is just finishing there at Shell. Uh, CJ missed that. Did you? No. Oh, well. Uh, but, uh, hey, don't go, uh, 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 don't go anywhere but Saugatuck. The sun is out and shining. I don't know what that meant. But the sun is out and shining. We want you to have a happy, fun day Sunday. Another happy birthday to Laura Durham. And, uh, Jerry, thanks for being my Thank you for host. having me, as always. And uh, I'll see you tomorrow night. Five to seven. At the silent auction at Douglas Elementary School. So that will be your practice for being the auctioneer. Yeah. You'll yeah. do the silent auction. <laughs> well, maybe that's what I'll do when they ask me up. I don't want to say they went silent because they said this will shut them up. 
Hey, folks, have a great day. Thank you for listening. Next week, my special co-host will be Jessica Johnson. We'll also have Jack Isinger on from the Blue Star Trail. We'll get all caught up with the latest on the Blue Star Trail and more. Have a great day, folks. Thank you for listening to Saga Talk on Sunday on 92.7 The Van. The Van. Today's show has been brought to you by Mill Pond Realty. It is what it is. Back to the Fuchsia, the Interurban, and Whiteford Wealth Management. If you missed this morning's show or you'd like to hear it again, we've got the podcast on our website at 927thevan.com. You can also access that through our free mobile app. And join us next Sunday for Saga Talk on Sunday with Gregory Muncy right here on the Lakeshore's 927 The Van.